0: I see it now. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I have I have some, like, incredibly hot takes. Like, yeah. So, I'm excited. Uh, hello, 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 and welcome to Niche Reacts. <laughs> welcome back to the studs, dudes. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited to be back. Uh, I'm your host, Emmy McDonald, here with my co-host, Alex Martin. And today, we are here to get into it.
0: Yeah, I'm here to definitely hurt some feelings. <laughs> Just kidding. let's
1: hurt some feelings. 2024. Inconsiderate as hell. No, I'm kidding. Um no, I'm excited though. Uh today we are here to talk about our uh 2024 ins and outs uh mm-hmm. and some of our pop culture predictions. And uh because of the holiday season and also um i don't know a week before christmas i decided to move um -hmm. which was a fun chaotic uh choice that i made um so (laughs) we've been we've been busy um alex has been beginning to I don't know, plan a whole ass wedding. So uh, we've had stuff going on. So we haven't been in here in a while. So I'm excited to be back. No, I'm that's excited to- why I to... didn't
0: see the record, but light up. It's been a
1: minute. It's been yeah, a minute. it's been a minute. I'm feeling good though. I got not enough sleep last night. I got a weird headache above my eye. And uh, I'm, I'm feeling like right in the pocket, you know, just like a little bit crazy, a little bit off kilter.
0: Before we got on this call, I was like, you know what? I should, like, have just something to eat so I'm not just, like, full caffeine fueling my body. And I'm like, I went into an interview yesterday and I had really only had, like, two coffees. And I, they were like, do you need a water or anything? I was like, yes.
1: Oh, I was please. like, I actually need
0: to have something to recenter myself because I'm bouncing off the walls. Could I have a cup of chamomile tea or a glass of
1: warm <laughs> milk, perhaps? hold, hold on Victorian one second ghost. my maintenance man is here hold on yeah go ahead Thanks, um, all right thank you i appreciate right,
0: it. it. you're coming to like, this is the craziest meeting i've ever heard
1: in my life. yeah meeting um so that's my maintenance man his name is josh oh, yeah. he's been replacing my radiators for me uh the okay. zoo- cool fun exciting thing about me moving into a building that was built in uh 1925 is that there's a steam leak under my bathroom floor leading to my radiator mm. cuz i was like hey um the radiator's like making a sound making a smell also the floor around it is really hot and then he like came in and was like yeah so we measured the temp of the floor it's 160 degrees oh. so there's definitely <laughs> a steam leak under the floor i was like very cool very cool um, it's lava and he was, so mm-hmm, and he was like uh so we're either like we might be able to cut around the pipe and just fix the leak that way and it might not be a problem or we might have to pull up your entire bathroom floor and like basically gut it and put you in a different bathroom in a different unit for a couple of days and I was like cool 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 like <laughs> he told me and i just started i just started laughing because it's like there's just been like all this like weird shit since i moved into this building like last week i didn't know that i had to like activate my oven like my gas to my oven just be and i guess like it makes sense but i've just never had to do that before and like So I had to like have the gas man come out. There was like six days where I had no oven and I didn't have a microwave yet because my unit doesn't have a microwave. So it was just like everything's been like real like loosey goosey and weird. And I was like, why would we not pull up the floor in my bathroom? Like, sure, 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 sure. We might as
0: well just do the latter because I'm sure the former's not going to work and we can waste less time.
1: Right, exactly. And it's like, you know, I mean, I love to rent an apartment that just for some reason has home renovation levels of stuff going on inside of it. Because they also, yeah. my whole building is replacing the windows in the next couple of weeks, which is like great and fun because the windows are decrepit. Um, yeah. But also like now I just got to let a bunch of contractors in to I'm sure put dust all over all my new things. <laughs> so. The most, yes. also love to replace windows in january what who who like to whom was that decision left oh, that's I insane writing. i
0: don't know i'm yeah. i'm very nonchalant about things being like our <laughs> the door to our closet where like the laundry or like the laundry is whatever it's just broken in half or like the hinges just you know it's like a, one of the like folding doors yeah i looked at it and i was like oh, fuck, this is broken. And I just still haven't submitted a ticket. And Pete's like, I think Pete's just holding out for me to submit a ticket because he probably wants to see how long it'll take me. But I'm always just like, I don't know. Like, it's fine. I can live uh, with it for a long time.
1: Yeah. Like, do you know what other scenarios and situations I have lived through? Like, this is nothing. Like, when I, I mean, even when I was-
0: We had bugs, so, you know- (laughs)
1: this alex and i lived in fun. a home with a german cockroach infestation which uh i think traumatized us both in a permanent way
0: yeah now nothing no it's like whatever
1: yeah as long as it's like, like literally yeah. as long as it as long as whatever the problem is has less than six legs i'm fine yeah <laughs> i'm fine those fucking cockroaches
0: Ugh haunting
1: it was not our fault we did not bring no. the cockroaches in i feel it was i think it was the, it was the apartment next out.
0: to us right yeah Had the infestation
1: probably i don't know we tried <laughs> everything to kill them though oh my god
0: those little fuckers they were so persistent we lived in an interesting first apartment in dc we we uh we grew a lot there
1: we lived a lot of life yeah <laughs> yeah we left different girls than we entered, and that's you know that's important <laughs> for being twenty-three Gross. years old. Yeah. So, all right. Um, how do you want to do this? Do you want to do? Do you want to do your your ins, your outs? Do you want to kind of bounce back and
0: forth? Maybe let's bounce back and forth. I feel like some of my like you know my in is related to your to, to something. My my out. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right.
0: Well, I'm re-looking at my list. <laughs> Anyways, um my my first in is uh is being slightly delusional. <laughs> just <laughs> Yes. <laughs> you know, like apply to the job you're not you just apply to the job you're not qualified for. Do it. Love it. I don't know. Things like that. Just I mean, don't be a monster but yeah being being slightly delusional is my number one yeah
1: yeah I actually I have an out that's related to that um sort of uh which I I think in 2024 it's out to be a chill texter um I think it's back in to do like too many too many stickers too many uh reaction Mm. emojis um I think we are firmly back in the land of like triple texts and all that kind of stuff. I just, with, with the, you know, the Apple reactions and everything else and all the new stuff that Apple is rolling out. Like, I think we're getting back into like a kind of AIM vibe of like, I'm going to spam you with six messages. And like, it is a symbol of my love and affection for you. And nobody's going to call me out on it. Um, And, oh, I had another point related to this. Anyway, I I, I just no, don't yeah, I, think, I, I think I think we're I think we're done. I think everybody's done being laid back.
0: I agree. I think that my over, I think if you were to look at my list and sum it up, it would just be like the most. Just maximalism. Just in yeah, every it's, that's,
1: <laughs> it, that is also kind of the overarching theme of mine, which is funny because that makes me feel like we think that maybe this is a good year for us.
0: <laughs> because, <laughs> just, is my now? I'm like, is my list just me desperately hoping that this is the right. year?
1: Please, we just want to be relevant. But like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I do. I think there's an overarching kind of uh, trend away from like some of that, you know, all of that kind of stuff that we've seen the last couple of years of like, you know, I mean it's all related. It's one of my outs is also gray and white minimalism. I think we are I think it is gone and dead. Um, I think a lot of the girlies are hopping on Facebook marketplace, obviously, myself included. Uh, We talked about this a little bit off air, but all the boomers are selling all their like cool old vintage (laughs) stuff. Um, So all the stuff that makes Facebook terrible to be on is what makes Facebook marketplace a frickin goldmine. But people are like, you know, sort of going into like everybody's sick of the like you know it all looks like instagram friendly everything's gray everything's beige everything you know whatever and i i think there's kind of a reactionary thing happening to all of that you know and it's related to like the cool girl you know the or the clean girl aesthetic whatever like all of that
0: on my out list i think leaving that
1: yeah, well, because all the Gen Zers uh, are about to end up with receding hairlines from all those
0: slick back buns. That's tough. I was putting millennials on my out list just because I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Make me really mad. But I mean, like you're saying that, just it's just like that. Like relax. Sometimes in the millennials getting so bent out of shape about like yeah. the Gen, what Gen Z saying about them, and Gen Z being bent out of shape about whatever and now they're making fun of the 10 year olds and 12 year olds at sephora it's like it's just part it's part of the aging process you right it, it's, it's a cycle it's cyclical i actually you will joke. I, <laughs>
1: eventually. yeah right exactly i and i almost put like generational warfare on my outlist because <laughs> it's like it feels like it has already gotten so like trite and overwrought because yeah. there's just there's so much of that stuff going on where it's like i mean like honestly when millennial i mean like I understand that, like you know, Gen Z, like the reason that it sets off millennials, and and we're perfectly situated to talk about this because we're kind of both and also neither. Um, so score for us, I guess. Um, yeah, I think Harvard but... just
0: gave us our own name, right? Like, Zelen millennials. I don't know. I'm saying that. Oh my god, stupid.
1: slay. Thanks, Harvard. Um, no, but like, I. Sorry
0: if I'm miscrediting you, Harvard.
1: But like I do, I think it's, inter- well, not interesting, but like the millennials get so upset because Gen Z kind of like, obviously, they're, they're they're teens and people in their early 20s. What are they doing? They're talking out of their asses because that's what you do as a person in your teens and early 20s, right? Like you just, you talk about things devoid of context. And then as you get older, you're like, oh, this is why that is that way. Wow, that was quite a take that I had at 17 years old. But people get, and the millennials get so upset about it. And it's like, when in the history of humankind has a group of adults ever cared this much about what teenagers yeah. have to say about them like and i think it's because of this like power shift of like uh, of the way that the internet and social media has gone that like there there are these places that younger people have outsized power and like dictate things in a way that older people just can't get the same traction um now people who are 35 and like hearing me call them older people are probably like <laughs> ready to jump through the screen and throttle me but like you know what i mean like it's just not the same thing being 35 on TikTok and being 22 mm-hmm. so i think that's part of it though and then you watch people and you're like why do you care about what a teenager thinks about you like yes. you're 35 you shouldn't need a 15 year old to validate your choices and i think we're hopefully just reaching a little bit of a point where some people are going I can't care about this. Like, I can't listen to what the teens are saying about my, you know, style choices, life choices, whatever. And like, and and I mean, honestly, I don't think Gen Z has ever cared what millennials have to say because every no. time millennials try to clap back, Gen Z is just like, like they're just they don't they don't give up. But <laughs> they don't okay. care about. You. No, they don't care at all.
0: So, <clears throat> and I, I, you know. In that same vein, my my next in is a uh, just context. Just yes, love it. And and one of my outs is just is TikTok. <laughs>
1: I, I, I you know what I almost did that too. I I came so close to doing that too, especially because TikTok has gotten so like it is like internet QVC. Um, <laughs> there's so much TikTok shop stuff going on where it's like drop shippers and all this stuff, and I. I think TikTok might die a natural death this year. I hope um, it does. So we'll see how. That my goes. other
0: one of my other related outs to that is just hacks. Uh, just ha- food hacks specifically. Just uh, I can't because one of my ends is taking your time. Just take your time. Yeah. Just do something. Right. I that <laughs> related.
1: I saw a guy who made a TikTok the other day who was talking about all these people who, like, have, you know, recipes for, like, quick vodka pasta, and he was like, vodka pasta, like, tene vodka is supposed to take a little bit of time. Like, here's what you do. You, you know, you cook down the, like, you cook the onions, you cook down the tomato paste, whatever, and then you do, like, crushed tomatoes, and you do blah, 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 and you do whatever. And, like, it takes, you know, not, like, it's not, like, bolognese, but it takes, like, you know. You know half an hour 45 minutes whatever to make vodka sauce from scratch he's like when you are just making a pan of tomato paste with like half a liter of heavy cream do you know what's going to happen to you you're gonna eat this and then you're gonna go shit your pants like (laughs) yeah it's quick but you're about to ruin your own life and I was like that is like (laughs) it was such a just like good solid like take at all of that where it's like yeah like it tastes like vodka sauce but also like you're just eating Paula Deen levels of butter and heavy cream and covering it pasta in it and then just being like I wonder why my tum tum hurts like what the fuck <laughs> put just like one single vegetable in there like a, a I mean... tablespoon of tomato paste does not count <laughs>
0: I just, like, uh, I mean, there is joy to be had in taking your time. And I wish, I hope people realize that in 2024. Sorry, I'm trying to, like, keep track of my list.
1: (laughs) I know, I'm crossing things out in red pen like this is some sort of legitimate, like, academic enterprise that we're doing. Um, Kind of related to the nuance thing, sort of, tangentially. Um, one of my ins for 2024 is just straight up calling people stupid. Um, <laughs> because hear me out. I think we've reached this point where it was like, you know, we were getting to this place where it was like, there's no nuance in anything and blah, 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 blah. And then like, I just, I think we're getting to a point where it's like, you know, there was, there was kind of this, this cultural inflection where it was like, well, like, you know, there was like. So much wiggle room for all of this, where Mm. it was like people were going like, oh, well, you know, like they were like overreaching for nuance, like in a way that was not still like an authentic thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now we've just reached a point where people are just gonna be like I've seen more and more TikToks and like internet content of people just going, that is fucking dumb. Like you're dumb. <laughs> you are dumber than a post. You need to like get it to get get off the internet, go read a book. Like, because it we've reached a point where people are like dumb on purpose. Like where you're yeah. just like, you're we're like rapidly approaching entertaining ourselves to death territory where people are just like getting all of their information from the internet. And it's like, you need to have like one single verified fact. That's not off of a social media <laughs> website. Like you just, you have to have done you something.
0: Yeah. I know that you've written a research paper. You need one fact that you found outside of the internet. Exactly. Like it Remember just. That was it, a thing, you had to use like one book. At a minimum.
1: Yeah, paper. please. That's, something in hard copy. Yeah. Something in hard copy. Like. It's just it, it's just crazy to me. Like and I think it's all kind of related to the like um like it's like another side of the same coin of the argument where people were like well reading books is elitist and it's like now we're just you know, we've hit peak stupid. Like we've hit peak stupid <laughs> and if we can't call out where you are choosing to make yourself dumber, that's on you.
0: <laughs> that's on you. You got to live with that.
1: Yeah. Like, on the internet you got to live with that. Yep. And if people call you out on it, I don't want to hear about how it makes you feel bad. Because after a certain point, like you made a choice, mm. you were woefully ill informed.
0: <laughs> All right, now here we my, my mine are going to. I think to that's get my noise. hottest take. I'm I'm here for it. <laughs> I might no, I don't have a hotter one. I I changed my mind on one thing I was going to say to not be taken down online. Okay. Um I have just long form YouTube content. That's just the last thing that's kind of in the same vein as what we were talking about. I wanna watch a 40 minute vlog. I wanna watch YouTube yeah. like it's TV. I always have. That's always been my zone. Yeah. Kind of goes with the TikTok being up. My next I have is the twelve ounce. You know they've like, actually, the pounder they've... Diet Cokes, which you enlightened oh. me towards. <laughs>
1: okay. Quick pause on that. So first of all, they have actually found that Gen Z is watching more like online content than they are watching television, which is interesting. So I think there That's is statistical analysis to back up your in. So at, at least in this one way, we do have a source. It's not just our <laughs> vibes. Um yeah, Pounder Diet Cokes are the absolute way to go. There is a definitive yep. Diet Coke ranking, and Tallboy Diet Cokes are at the top. It's a um, receptacle to coldness ratio, um, yep. and the thing that makes the Pounder Diet Cokes better than regular ones, uh, they do take a little bit longer to get colder, but you get one and a half Diet Cokes.
0: Yeah. What I'm, else could you I don't... want? give a fuck about what's in diet coke (laughs) if it's gonna kill me one day don't care i guarantee i don't drink enough diet coke for that to be what takes me out
1: yeah like i mean the the, i mean the microplastics and everything like it's gonna be something it may as well be something that makes me happy you know what i mean like whatever
0: (laughs) however many years from now that's not true you can play that clip at my funeral (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) with just a row of coca-cola lawyers in the back row
0: (laughs) oh am i am i out i have espresso martinis oh god i hope so i mean i don't
1: drink them i don't drink but like ew that just sounds awful it just sounds like a tummy ache
0: you know what's never been a good idea at the end of your night to be like you know what i'm gonna end the night with an espresso martini it sounds like vodka and having a coffee (laughs) but it's just it's still a martini at the end of the day and you're gonna feel so bad yeah,
1: cuz I've done oh. it. I yeah. Really like Coffee much. liqueur? Like that I mean, talk about something that'll kill you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um okay. V- I don't think I was going to say vaguely related. I don't think I have anything um that is vaguely related, so I'm just going to go on a completely different uh tangential route. But okay. um I think um so kind of related to what we were talking about before, I think personal style is is big mm. on the Ins list this year as far as like um you know what we were talking about with the interior design stuff but also like I just and so related to that I think trendiness as a concept is going mm. to be out. Like I think they've we've kind of hit this point with both the the generational gap but also the like the speed at which things are moving online, the sort of like um another thing that I have on my outs list is having a goddamn branded name for everything, you know, like blueberry yes. milk nails. They're just powder blue. Like it's that's just a color. Like you're not it's gonna, doing it's wearing
0: me down. It's wearing me down. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just
1: not everything needs to be so like conceptual and branded and pre-packaged. I think people are kind of getting to this point, you know, there was this this trend in the last couple of weeks where people were talking about like, oh, the mob wife aesthetic is in. And a lot of people were like, okay, this is like coming from somewhere. Like this just like came out of the blue. All these people are buying into it. And like, there's gotta be a show coming out or like something that is going to lean into this. And this was like, maybe this was like a plant, you know, like a marketing ploy to like- I heard it was
0: a, might've been HBO for the 25th anniversary of Sopranos
1: yeah it could be like it could be a lot of stuff but you know and uh, like if we know hbo like hbo is not gonna just do like oh it was the 25th anniversary yeah. like they might roll out a whole new spin-off television show like they had the many saints of newark a couple years ago it could be a roll-off oh, like a uh, you know something that's like a spin-off of that with michael Gandolfini, i don't know but i like that whole kind of thing I think is just really wearing people down and I saw somebody talking about it too who was like here's the thing like there's a difference between trends and an aesthetic and like your aesthetic like finding your own personal aesthetic is something that is like you develop and curate over a number of years and that stays relatively constant you know and like you might switch out certain things or update things or whatever like to like you know going along with trends for things to feel current and updated but like your core aesthetic is not something that you should be changing every like six months to a year like the idea of like you having just been a clean girl and then all of a sudden you're gonna be like oh I'm gonna like wear a bouffant and buy fur coats like it doesn't it's because it's it it takes personal style away from being anything that's like representative of who you are as a person or the way you live your life like it just doesn't make any sense. So I think we're going to kind of have a little bit of a um a renaissance in in all of those ways. I You know, it also feels very, like, kind of like early 2000s to me, uh, which makes sense as we've kind of been going yeah. through this, like, 90s throwback where, you know, and everybody got, like, super stringent on trends. And it was, like, you know, I mean, like, fashion police was really big and, like, all of that kind of stuff. And then we got out of that and it was very, like you know, like if you think about like the 2010s, it's like, that's when we got like Lady Gaga and Katy Perry and like all of these people who were just like, I'm going to do a thing that is like completely none of that. And like, and it really latched on. And I almost feel like we're in a similar, you know, 15 years later. Oh, Jesus, I'm gonna throw up. But like, you know, we're in a similar moment now where people have kind of like hit their capacity with being told like, what they should and shouldn't and can and can't, you know, wear, watch, you know, like whatever and are just like, I'm going to like figure out my own thing. And I overall, like, I think that's great. I love that. I love into it. All of that. So,
0: yeah, I think that's like when I have maximalism, I was really thinking about like personal style, like wear all your rings, wear all your bracelets and necklaces, do what you will have fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just loosen up a little bit, you know? Everybody could just get a little bit looser and I don't (laughs) think it would be the worst thing. Um, Related to that kind of in the maximalism vein and also the personal style vein, the one like clothing trend that I have, um, I think we're going to see a a comeback of platform shoes. I don't think Mm. we've had like an iconic shoe moment in a little bit. And I think also related to the sort of like 2010s kind of thing i'm talking like mark jacobs jeffrey campbell you know like sky yeah. hot alexander mcqueen like crazy high platform shoes everybody's been doing like the flats and the little sneakers and the you know and nobody wants to look like they're trying too hard and i think we are about to get some like wackadoo looking shoes coming out um you know it's haute couture fashion week right now i think regular fashion weeks in what February two months or whatever
0: Sunday.
1: yeah yeah, and um, you know like I think we're going to see some wackadoo shoes and those things are going to make their way kind of into the mainstream market and uh I'm excited because yes. I love an extravagant shoe
0: you know me <laughs> I think something similar will happen with makeup and that kind of mm-hmm. goes into my clean girl aesthetic being out I think we're going to see a lot of like grungy you know bold eye looks. Fun, yeah, cuz you know, people have been fun. talking about yeah.
1: that where they're like, "Makeup used to be so fun." You know? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was like extra and over the top and yeah, it took you an hour and a half, but like, you know, I mean, and again, to your 40-minute YouTube vlog point, like people you, you know, you used to watch people do their makeup and it was like, "Well, I'm never going to do that," but like that is a piece of artistry, you know? And now it's just yeah. like <laughs> just just a light beige gold Sparkle over your lid, and you're like, that just looks like your eyelid. Like,
0: it doesn't. You know, it's it's not. It's like it's okay to it's okay to care, and right, uh, yeah. You know,
1: I think that's what a lot of this comes down to is like, honestly, I mean, there's the maximalism side of it, but there's also the earnestness of it. Like, people are just, they're over it because it's it takes so much more effort to seem like you don't care. It's just the living worse, um, I do think, okay, let's see what else do we have um I think we're gonna also i mean i guess this is this is my other sort of like fashion and style related thing um I think interesting men'swear is is finally going to be having a moment we've been sort of building to it in the last couple of years, um but like if you look at the uh the, I was going to say runway, the red carpet from the Critics' Choice uh, last mm. week. The men that showed up were like, I mean, Coleman Domingo was wearing this like yellow suit. He looked fantastic. Like, you know, there's lots of velvet, there's colors, there's, you know, like vests with no shirts. There's there's a lot of, or even like um, Barry Keegan at, uh, at the Golden Globes a couple weeks ago in that red ensemble yeah. with the earring and the whole thing. Like, I think we're Finally, seeing some really cool, funky, interesting stuff going on in men'swear, and I think that's going to continue throughout the year. Obviously, this is the high season for like yes. celebrities and red carpets, so we'll probably see a lot of it in the coming weeks. but um, I'm stoked because i honestly, it's always bummed me out that like you know people go to award shows or whatever, and like the women show up in these incredible creations of dresses, and then like every dude there is just wearing a tuxedo, and you're like something color fabric like
0: the golden globe fashion i thought the men kind of uh uh out out, out did out did some of the other looks i thought yeah a little boring yeah yeah no they're
1: they're they're bringing it so i'm i'm happy to see that i'm and i'm interested to see like which stylists kind of lean in that i mean like and obviously like one of the people that's been and forgive me because i don't know his stylist name but like timothy chalamet has obviously been doing some like really cool stuff on red carpets for a couple years now um showing up in ysl and all these other kind of looks that are like very you know like sometimes kind of avant-garde and whatever um and i think people are following suit which is fun i like that into it effort maximum like big (laughs) big effort showing up trying really hard so um. cheek filler is out
0: Mm. yeah that makes sense what's up
1: (laughs) I i mean i don't know that i have much more to say other than like everybody has kind of realized like there was this moment where it was like oh everybody needs botox everybody gets filler everybody get you know everyone that you still think is beautiful has like botox and you know cheek filler and lip filler and blah 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 and then it was like we all saw um pictures of Certain celebrities who will not be named who it's like, okay, but like she's twenty and she looks forty because human faces aren't supposed to do that. Like there's weird stuff happening and like we all just need to maybe like not act like you know, and it's fine. If you wanna go get filler, it's fine, but like just like be aware that like that is gonna do stuff to your face. That is not where we want to see
0: the maximalism.
1: Right, yeah, please. Less of that. Please. If you want to hold on to minimalism with your like last dying breath, do it with injecting things into your face. That would be great.
0: Minimalist. I said this approach. earlier when I was uh, talking about hacks, but I have pre-minced garlic in my outs. <laughs> I I don't know why. This is that's really hyper specific to me. I find it just dis- gross.
1: I find One. it gross too. I, well, I think it's first of all, the garlic <sighs> liquid is like upsetting. Ugh. What is that?
0: It just—it is not. I'm so sorry if you're trying to use it to save time. Whatever, it's just not that time-consuming to get of to just like chop up some garlic or microplane it or just yeah. I, I don't also, know. Also, really
1: uh, uh, no, I'm I'm with you about that, and I know that like it's kind of a snobbish thing, maybe, but um, yeah. I like I just I don't get it. I do think it tastes different. Um, it's also a weird color, which I don't love. Um, yeah. and. Also, if you don't want to chop up garlic because you don't like having the smell on your fingers, um, what a like wild, t- like we were just talking about cheek filler. This is like this conversation is so, <laughs> um, but I have a little thing and it's like a little metal scrubby thing, not scrubby, but it's like a little metal thing and it's shaped like a garlic clove. So it's very cute. And you literally use it like soap on your hands after and it gets rid of the garlic smell. Like that's what it's made for. <laughs> um so you can buy those probably on the internet um if that's the reason that you don't want to chop up your garlic but also like
0: like, citrus lemon juice or something it'll help like get the smell off also Also, isn't it kind of satisfying
1: to (laughs) just like chop it up i don't know like i kind of think it's fun like i don't know
0: i i was not a person who used to like cooking and now i love it and i find it very calming yeah (laughs) and i'm not trying to just like race through it but you know yeah i'm with you conceptually um, i have my in list wired headphones <laughs> i'm back on the wired headphones i'm into it i'm using my old apple headphones not that i don't like i do have the fancy airpods but i realized that i, I almost got hit by someone on a bike <laughs> because i couldn't hear them coming so i've uh i rolled back Using them on my watch.
1: Yeah, my mom was talking to me in my living room, which is four feet from my kitchen last night, and I straight up could not hear her because I and I like didn't realize how well my AirPods like really, really noise cancel.
0: Yeah. Um Yeah, it's born out of me being like, I <laughs> maybe I'm losing my hearing. <laughs>
1: so yeah, just yeah, exactly. Oh my god, my uh, Apple Watch yells at me every once in a while and is like, You've yes. been listening to headphones too loud for too long and I'm like, Would you just like mind your business?
0: Yeah, I I get it. We go to a specific bar here in DC for like football games. And I was at one for like the Penn State game. And it was like, your environment is too loud. And I was like, shut up. (laughs) First of all, the only other time I've gotten that like, is at like a concert? And this is how loud this bar was for this Penn State game, which is like, kind of wild in and of itself. Um, that is, and that's it's wild. also a Bill's bar. It does it there too if I'm there. But I mean, you know. Okay, I, I
1: have I have another one. Um, one that I'm a little bit I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure about it, but I do. I feel like it's it, this is coming. I think in 2024, SNL's going to be back in. Um, mm. they've been getting a lot of like young stars as hosts. I do think SNL is one of those things that still has, like, despite the fact that, you know, SNL has not been held as much weight, like, in the cultural conversation in the last couple of years, um, the last several years, um, I still think that, like, hosting SNL has cachet for people. It's just, like, one of those things that, like, if you're asked, you want to do it. Um, and I think SNL has been like really trying to get like younger co-hosts that are going to get a younger audience watching and all of that kind of stuff. They've also brought in a bunch of new talent, new writers, whatever. Um, so you know, this past weekend they had Jacob Elordi and Renee Rapp, which are two you know people that are huge with the the youngins, um, and that the older generations probably have no idea who they are. Um, also, I think Renee Rapp's going to have a really big year this year. That, know. holy God. I mean, first of all, she also single-handedly, like it, nobody ever sounds good on the SNL stow- sound stage. I don't know how they built that stage, but it is like it is built <laughs> to make people sound bad on purpose. Nobody sounds good. She, without flaw. I mean, like the vocal runs that this girl is doing She is, and she, when you hear her talk about, like, about singing and the vocalists that she admires and the, you know, and it's a lot of, like, um, a lot of R&B singers and stuff like that who are, like, you know, have this insane amount of, like, vocal control and all of that, Um, but whole, I mean... Wow. Yeah, and also, she, I mean, you want to talk about people who are just straight up calling people stupid. She is right there at the front. She I, is just in interviews, calling people out, telling people she adore hates them. Her. Like,
0: I adore her. It's hysterical. You know, there was some commentary about how she has no media training and I love it. Media, outlist media training. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> for real. For real. No, honestly, though, it's just like, I mean, it's it makes me think of that clip from like a couple months ago where she was on Seth Meyers and she was like talking about how He was like, you offended some people. And she was like, yep, I did. And I wish I would have offended them more. Like she was talking about, she was like, I am openly ageist. She was talking about old white men. And then she was like, I mean, if the shoe fits, lace that bitch up and run. (laughs) I think about that all the time.
0: I think she's incredible. I'm, I'm excited for her.
1: Yeah, I think uh, she's going to have a big I don't year, know why so. we didn't
0: tell people Mean Girls was going to be a musical, but that's okay. I mean, we knew, I knew, but I and find like, that. like, the
1: third wild. movie that they've done that with, though, in recent months, because they also did that with Willy Wonka. Like, why are we obscuring like uh, obscuring the fact that these I, are yeah, musicals? Yeah, I don't get it. Because musical people would love to, love go. They love to go. Love They'll musicals. They love to go. Musical people love musicals. But don't trick people into seeing a musical no. because you are going to have some people very, very unhappy. Anyway, that's a whole.
0: Yeah. That, that's I just saw a TikTok. It's like a, the whole audience right. in the theater, as soon as they start singing the first time, just being like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that's why you tell people it's a musical.
1: Right, right. Just like know your audience. That's never worked once. Like, I don't know. Strange. Um, okay. Uh, I roof. think um, I think we're going to have a big year for uh, price transparency. I think mm. um, direct to consumer is going to continue to do well. I think there's kind of, uh, you know, we've kind of hit a point where people were like, with like dupes and everything else, people were trying to get like a lot of things as cheaply as possible. And then there's sort of been this swing back in the other direction where there's people going like okay like yeah there's like if you want stuff that you can just like get as cheap as possible like depending on your whether it's because of your financial situation or because that's just like what you want to do like that's fine but there is some stuff that like if you want a better version you're gonna have to pay more and it's gonna last you longer and all of that And I think there's also some people who are learning for the first time. I saw somebody refer to it and I can't remember um, who it was. So if anybody, you know, has seen the video and wants to link it, uh, please do. But okay, thank you so much. So um, kitchen radiator (laughs) fixed. What up? um yeah uh guys my my josh my maintenance man has been in the kitchen listening to us record <laughs> this entire thing so i think he's uh flabbergasted honestly i think he's concerned um but uh yeah so oh that that the idea that just because like i saw somebody say just because you can't afford something does not mean it's too expensive You know, like, Mm. and there's a little bit more of an understanding of that, that it's like, not everything is going to be financially accessible all the time for everybody. And like, you know, like there are some things that it's like, they're just, they're higher end, you know, like certain things are higher end, they're better made, they're better quality, whatever. And just because you can't afford it without having to save for it or whatever, you can't buy it on a whim doesn't mean that the thing is overpriced, you know, like, for sure. It just kind of depends. So I
0: feel that, um, especially in home decor, yeah, big time. I big time. I do not. I, it, when people do things cheaply, and I have on my out list, and this is home DIYs <laughs> for the most part, I'm over it. I'm yeah. sorry if that is like a passion of yours, or but it, some people do it really well, and that's like a business, and it's their thing, and like that's different. But it's like bad home DIYs. Yeah. No. Just, like, if you can't, it's, I think, in, like, your home that you're, like, going to live in for a long time, like, obviously you can change it, whatever, but it's, like, you know, just wait until you can put the thing in that's, like, you're going to have forever. Or use Facebook Marketplace and do things like that. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Home decor. Specifically. No, like. I mean, even
1: decorating this apartment, like my, you know, my mom was kind of doing the like, well, we could just put this thing here until you get, and I was like, I can't, like, I can't do, because if I put the temporary thing there, then all of a sudden six months from now, I've like learned to live with the temporary thing, even though I hate it. Like, I just need to like deal with it and get the thing that I want done and like live with my TV on the floor until I find a TV stand that I really love. But like, I'm not gonna like, you know, and and I get it. Like it's it's different for everybody and whatever. But like, and that's sort of tangential. But the like, if you're gonna DIY something, uh, measure twice, cut once. Like, make sure you yeah, really know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, no hacks, Again. no shortcuts. Like, yeah. And I think um, things that are well, you can. It's it's that thing of like, you can have it. You know, two of the three, you can have it. Done well, you can have it done fast, or you can have it done cheap. And if yeah. you are doing it yourself, you want it done well and cheap. But like fast is not going to be it. Like yes. it's going to take you thirty-six hours to do this thing. It, if that's the resource that you have an abundance of, is time as opposed to money. Then like use the time, yes. take the time. Do that's fine. If it takes you six weeks to get the project done, then fine but at least it doesn't look fricking crazy.
0: (laughs) And I think that's also part of what we've been talking about. It's like things like personal style or like having these really like nicely curated homes and having all this stuff, like it takes time and you can't just go always out and buy it and like have it in, you know, a week or so. And yeah, it might like go in and out of like, fashion but if it's truly like timeless it'll come back around but like all of those things take time Um, right well and and i
1: honestly i think the things that make end up looking the most dated both in personal style and in like home decor and everything else is like is the trendiest stuff you know like because people that were wearing canadian tuxedos or whatever in the 80s it's like that shit's gonna be cool forever you know you just look like a cowboy if you're wearing, you know, like double popped collars and big sweaters and you know, like the whole thing, it's like, oh, that's the 80s, you know? Like there's a timelessness is is antithetical to trendiness, you know? Yeah. Like if if something is going to pinpoint you at a place in time, it's because you were like going too hard at trying to be <laughs> too trendy. I've got stuff that I've like found in the process of moving that I bought when, you know, we were moving into our first apartment at 22 or 23 years old, where it's like, I was still trying to figure out what my personal style, you know, we were in our first apartment and we were just like, we were lucky to be able to afford a freaking couch. Like, and, you know, so I didn't know. And we were, you know, at that point, it was like, everything was minimalism and whatever. And I knew that wasn't like my vibe exactly but i didn't know what my vibe was there's all sorts of stuff that i look at now that i'm like this was an attempt and it's not who i am like and i'm gonna get donated (laughs) and yeah and like and somebody else will like it you know but like you just it's fine like it's it's a trial and error thing it's a lot of like looking at pictures of things but also trying things out and just like seeing how they work for your life you know because part of I think part of it is that it's like, when you only see content and pictures and whatever, and you're like, Oh, well, that's what I want. It's like, your personal style also has to work for like your lifestyle, you know, both in your home and in your wardrobe. Like if you're looking at, you know, girls wearing like sneakers and leggings and, you know, whatever, and like athleisure, you know, super trendy athleisure every day, but like, you're a corporate lawyer, obviously that's not going to work. Like you've got, <laughs> you know, things have to make sense for you. So yeah, that's a diatribe. In for 2024. <laughs> um Okay. Um, uh, go ahead.
0: I have in... Being married, out, weddings.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I almost put weddings on mine, too! I I think people are so sick of weddings. Truly. Everything I I see is just people being like, I... Like, what? I don't want to do this. This is insane. Have you seen how much people are paying for all this bullshit?
0: Yes. As someone who is getting married... (laughs) To be married... um which i don't think i've posted or told anyone outside of, any of yay my hard mentors, launch I, I can't do I you can't. Even have any
1: pictures of peter on your instagram no hardest launch
0: <laughs> true yeah i'm getting married uh and we've been together for, like, five years, so it's now, yeah. like, it's, like, oh, they met, like, a year or even two years ago. We've been nope. together for a while now. Um, yeah. That's another one of my outs is, like, all the, like, kind of, like, exploiting your most personal relationships for, like, internet content and fame. Yes. I find that.
1: Uh, related, I have kid influencers on my out list. <laughs> um, I think we are, like, rapidly approaching... People, I mean, people are just like, because there's a difference between being like a parent influencer and like talking about parenthood Mm -hmm. and whatever. Like there's this couple that they call themselves mom chats and dad chats. And they just like they sit down and have their like end of the day discussion about like whatever weird shit their kids did that day and like eat a snack and sit at the counter and talk. And, like, that's fine. Or there's this woman, Lindsay, I think her name's Lindsay Burkis. And, like, she'll tell you what her kids have been up to, but she just imitates her kids. And then, like, oh, yes. and does yeah. videos of them. And they're <laughs> very funny. Yeah. yeah. She's she's hysterical. And then, like, when she posts her kids, she does it very, very sparingly. And it's never in a way that's, like, going to embarrass them or anything weird yeah. like that. And it's always, like, their faces aren't really in it and whatever. Um, but, like. As far as the people that are like turning their children into content farms, I, I don't I know. I'm like, I'm Honestly, almost to the point little. that I think we might see like in some of the more uh, liberal states, I think we might start seeing some legislation mm. around kid influencers because it's like somebody like some family like accidentally or kind of on purpose. I don't really remember the whole story, but like posted their kids like, quote unquote, work schedule. For like what they had to shoot while they were on a family vacation to Disney, like these people are putting their children to work and making tons of money off of them,
0: and it's I just, just
1: the whole thing like just child does not
0: It's like being a child actor. And it's like, like being you're a child so actor, actor money, like except like, yeah. there's
1: no union for you, and it's yep. completely unregulated, and like all the money is just going directly to your parents, and there's nobody overseeing any yep. of it. Like, and. Like, speaking of no union, like, there's no, nobody can say, like, oh, you can't work anymore, you know? Because, like, child actors, it's, like, they can only work, like, four hours a day or whatever. Like, content kids are, like, these parents are, like, getting them up in the morning, shooting that, you know, shooting video of them, like, waking up and, like, doing a, like, you just, first of all, I mean, weird. It's just, it's all weird, but, like. It's weird. It's. I just, I think we're, we're reaching a a point with all of that yeah. that like people are just every everybody loves a cute baby but like I, we just can't do that shit anymore you know you just can't like <laughs> you cannot make no. your kids part of your brand
0: no so it's not good that's that. on that's on uh,
1: exploiting yeah exploiting your most personal relationships for yeah. content
0: <laughs> but yeah weddings out um i'm you know, if I am going to your wedding in the next few months, I'm excited. I'm happy to be there. <laughs> um, this is not a, a, a personal affront to the people I know getting married, but yeah, it's a yeah. Lot. I think, it's, I, and I, I just think... feel like there's an influx of people getting married, and I think it's because of the pandemic. And so, like a yeah. lot of maybe weddings that like would have happened. you know. I feel like it's just like everyone's just been going and seeing a lot of wedding content because of that. Right. And it's.
1: Yeah. It's not the weddings that got that life. were supposed to happen during the pandemic. It's the ones that would have happened like the year following that had to get yeah. pushed out another year because of all the pandemic weddings getting rescheduled. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, I think yes. we're still kind of like all coming back from that. Um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. And I, I honestly, I don't even think it's people talking about other people's weddings that is a, like out. I think it's like people talking no. about their own process own of wedding. having to yes. plan their own wedding. They're just like, I don't, why am I doing this? Like, what is this?
0: It, lo- just like, how could like a folding chair be so expensive? You just like look <laughs> at these things and you're like, I, I, I don't, I, I like can't compute. And then just yeah. everyone like- it's just, you know, everyone has an idea of what it's going to be, blah, blah, blah. It's just, it's exhausting.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's the uh, exact opposite of like price transparency. It is just (laughs) arbitrary. Like everything is completely arbitrary. They, one of our friends was gonna, you know, like was looking at a venue for a place to get married last year. And it was like, for the wedding, like with just past hors d'oeuvres, no dinner, in a brewery space, like a nice brewery space, but a brewery yeah. space, nonetheless, like to walk in the freaking door and call it a wedding, it was like twenty four thousand dollars without dinner like and I guarantee you that if you wanted to book the same place for an event space, it would have been like fifteen like it's just, they just you put the word "wedding" on it, and they're just like interesting the best day of your life. hand me more money like
0: and it's, it's like a grutches. It's egregious. We're going to, you know, as you know, obviously, we're getting married in Ireland and Woo! I'm going to be like, you know, it's like two nights and this whole property and like all the estimate they like send, you, you know, all the estimations is going to be less than that like brewery space in america mm-hmm. like that's crazy they've been yeah they don't they chill. don't do
1: it the same way no. uh, anywhere else <laughs> I, but here it's weird it's like america's like yeah. super attached to capitalism mm. or something <laughs> mm.
0: crazy um, other I, places I, they're I... just
1: like oh you want to like celebrate i don't know a union with the love of your life that sounds nice we'd love to help you and here yeah. they're just like that's cool would you like to um empty out your savings or give us your firstborn child who, whom you do not yet have? like it's just it's,
0: like an it's, event that people are just gonna like go home and bitch about
1: that they didn't <laughs> like
0: hundred percent. Well, you know? yeah Whatever.
1: no I don't think I've yeah. ever been to a wedding that like hasn't ended with people leaving just being like well I would have done this and it's like yeah, well and it that's wasn't why, like, your
0: day like to pe- yeah to people planning weddings it's just like do whatever you want to do because mm-hmm. no matter what there are going to be people who are like Oh, like well, why didn't they do this or like this it's like it just it's your day do what you want yeah it just doesn't matter it
1: just yeah. doesn't matter and, and at the and end people of the who day love you will
0: be happy to be there and celebrating with you even if they truly
1: like <laughs> at the end of the day if you don't get like abandoned at the altar, it was a great day. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like truly, like it's this whole thing where people get so gassed up about like, the flowers were wrong or the whatever was wrong. And like, I get it, like, it's an important day. You want things to be special, you want things, but like, none of that shit actually matters. And if you are undertaking this venture to do it as it is intended, which is to be with this person for the next like 50 or 60 years, that's not going to be what you remember and if that's what you remember then you know big yikes <laughs> that's not good yeah, either it's also like, like you're, the, the, the whole, whole point, point of it is, it
0: is like it's like people are freaking out about it not being perfect because you paid like ten thousand dollars for right, like these true. flowers and it's like you know that i think that adds to this like everything for- needs to be just right it's like because you spent all your money
1: Yeah. I saw somebody that got her flowers because her grandpa grew, like he grew a whole bed of wildflowers in his yard for like the whole summer. That's too sweet. It made me want to cry. It made me miss my grandpa. It was so sweet. I was just like, that's the most, like all these like pink and purple wildflowers so he could do like all her bouquets and all her table centerpieces and stuff. It was so precious.
0: That's so sweet. Yeah. yeah, but I do. I do have getting married, being married as an in. It's just weddings.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, true. I, I spiritually, conceptually, I'm totally on board with you. Um, okay, my last in, I think, um, pulp, gore, and shock are are back in, um, and this Love is. It. I mean, again, I think this is kind of like related to the maximalism, related to the kind of like 2010s, related to all of this, but like. Um, you know, we saw the reaction that Saltburn had um which I I need to talk to you about. I don't know if we're going to have time to get into it today, but I have so much to say. Um, you know, even like the reaction to um uh Eli Roth's movie Thanksgiving, uh which was a horror movie which I've always been into like pulp and gore and shock. Yeah. But it's very pulpy, very gory and it the the thing that makes me think it's like a cultural moment is that it was critically very well-received, which Mm, never happens for horror movies. Um, So, or I shouldn't say never, but very rarely. Um, And then- Rarely for like a slasher-y. Yeah. And like, you know, and I think it even goes back to like the, um, the Ruben Oslin movie that came out last year on the cruise ship. The one where like, Mm -hmm. you know, like that is, was, I can't remember. I didn't, I- thought it was overrated um but it, anyway that's not really the point um but then i realized i was watching a murder at the end of the world and i was like where do i recognize this guy from and he's in that the hmm. like the the main guy that's also the guy who's yes. in iron claw harrison yes what's his face yeah, um yeah. i was gonna call him harrison butker but that's the kicker for the chief so that's definitely not it um
0: drama <laughs>
1: <laughs> um yeah hello ptsd on a wednesday um so anyway though um i think i think we're gonna be kind of in this like era of film and um everything where like people are just i i think we're I think the overarching trend for 2024 is that everybody is stopping pulling their punches. Like we're just, we're going full swing. We're going full send. Everybody is like, everybody's getting crazier, weirder, more themselves. And I love that energy. I think that's Same. so good.
0: I'm here for it. Yeah. And I, and I think with that, those are our, uh 2024 ins and outs.
1: Okay. Not to, not to, um, immediately contradict you but i do have one more and i have to tell you because (laughs) i i I just you're you're the person i need to talk to about it um perfect my last out is weaponized or diluted therapy speak um i think (laughs) because we've gotten to this like people (laughs) like people using gaslight all the time people using narcissist all the time whatever um I'm going to, I mean, you want to talk about not pulling your punches. I got some stuff to say right now because specifically Ariana Grande came out with a new song. Yes. And, and there is a lyric in this song where you were
0: going to ask me about that song because I'm sure you heard it. And immediately you were like,
1: I literally watched the music video because I was like, I need to have the full picture of this. Like, and she in the bridge of this song, she says something about like, you know, like you're not, she's talking about everybody and like their projections on her and whatever. And then she says something about like living her most authentic life. And I just think that's a crazy way, a crazy (laughs) way to respond to allegations that you cheated on your husband and like, are in a relationship with a man who was married and had a child who you met, like, because, yeah. a, and you know, my thing is like, I always like I, I in, in any cheating situation, the person who is most responsible is the person who did the actual cheating, not like the other woman, the other, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, if you're in a relationship, cause people are like, uh, you know, whatever oh she knew and it's like so did he he had a ring on his finger like he he also knew he was married and had a baby you know like that's his job um but when it gets outlandish is like first of all you met that baby second of all this is oh good Squadcast is giving me my little thumbs up thing <laughs> um perfect timing um but second of all This is maybe, like, the fourth time Ariana Grande has done this. Which is, like, now it's a pattern. And, you know, now this is just who you are as a person and that's on you. So, like, responding and being like, I'm living my most authentic life. I was like, this is, like, I mean... We're not even talking out of touch. We're talking, like, uh, you are on the moon, baby girl. Like, you are, like, you are just, you are in space, floating in the stratosphere, not really hearing anything anybody is saying, like, and whoever on her team was like, yes, this is the move. This is the way that you should respond to all of this criticism to, like, girl boss it It needs to be fired and never work for anybody again, because you want to talk about, like, Wow.
0: I, you know, and for the record, I think I've said this before. I, you know, I'm, I'm I don't listen to Ariana Grande's music. Not really ever been a fan, but like I heard that and I was like this is <laughs> so out of touch and just like so se- unself-aware. Yeah. And like I hope, you know, and you know, it, it's one snippet of of, you know, of the record and like hopefully there are more self-aware moments on it, but i was just like and you know what And i was like and people are going to be so into this you know <laughs> and it's that's not the right type of delusional that's not the type of delusional time.
1: exactly exactly i did see somebody who made a <laughs> i'll send it to you they made a video that was like ariana grande's next song off her album and you know how um seven rings or whatever it five rings seven rings is like to the tune of my favorite things and so she was like singing it like that but she they were all like spongebob
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's pretty funny
1: (laughs) it was so oh my god it was like one of the best pieces of comedy i've seen in recent history it was so fucking funny like she's talking about like you know Something about like a Krabby Patty, and I was just like, I like, I am, I was dead. It was so fucking funny. I was oh, losing something.
0: I kn- knew you were to ask me about that song. Yeah, I've been. I literally since it came out like
1: three days ago. I was like, well, oh my god, I gotta talk to Alex about this. Because like, if is... you
0: like it and you like her music and you are a fan, it's cool. Full, you know, not everyone has to like everything, but right, uh,
1: yeah, yeah, fine, do your thing, whatever. But I just like, I. I attempting to paint that decision as morally justifiable because like you chose it is crazy. So anyway, I think that's going to be out this year of like, like, because there are people that like went to therapy and learned, learned things about themselves and learned important terminology and used it to make themselves better people. And then there are people that go to therapy and it just like,
0: Makes them more the way they are, <laughs> like, awesome, like
1: and, and that's going what that to
0: therapy like. doesn't make you a therapist. Going to <laughs> like therapy also expert? doesn't make
1: you better. Like, it doesn't make you healed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're you can go to therapy and fucking learn nothing. Again, like, some people went to eighteen goddamn years of school and they left without a thought in their little noggin's. Like, just showing up somewhere does not mean that you took the lessons out that you should have. No. You have to go home and do your homework too. (laughs) Like, anyway. Um, All right. We got some pop culture predictions. Are you ready? Literally, I have uh, in my notes for this episode, I have a a category of this page that just says other things I need to talk about. And it literally just (laughs) says salt burn, Ariana Grande, yes, and like that's just, those are the two (laughs) things that I was like, I got, I, Alex and I have got it, got to touch base on these. (laughs) <laughs> uh, okay um so i guess i'll uh i'll go down a couple of a couple of mine cool. um pop culture predictions i think we're gonna see some more couples of uh indie darling boys and traditionally hot girls i think timmy mm-hmm. and uh kylie are going to be ushering in kind of a an era of that Kind of vibe. Um, I think Jacob Elordi and Olivia Jade are kind of an example of
0: this. I think they broke up.
1: Everybody thought they broke up because she unfollowed Mm. him on Instagram, but then she went to the SNL after party after he hosted. So Mm. maybe they got—I don't know. You know, she and she was dressed in a fur coat like a mob wife. But anyway, um, but I think like being that Jeremy Allen White is having a moment. Like we're gonna we're gonna see some some indie dudes you know, with the, the traditionally hot girls. I think that's going to be a couple archetype that, that Mm. excels this year.
0: I can, you know, who I think would be next is, is Mr. Uh, Paul Meskel. Oh, very much
1: so. Yeah. Just dating somebody that we all go, wait, what? Yeah. (laughs) So I think, I think we're going to see a little bit of that. Um, this one I might have stolen from somebody else's pop culture predictions that I saw online. It might just be related, but I might have lifted it from somewhere else. So if I did, please forgive me. Um if I find my source, I will certainly tag them. Um but I think Army Hammer is going to be attempting a comeback this year. Uh, <laughs> yikes. Good to see. It. We yeah, we don't want it. We don't need it. Um it still feels too soon. Like it feels like all of that literally just happened, but I guess it was
0: two or 3 years was- ago wasn't it pre oh no it was right at the start of the pandemic yes yeah
1: so like 3 3 maybe almost 4 um but uh he posted his first instagram in a while uh recently and the i don't remember what the caption was but it was uh unsurprisingly incredibly tone deaf um and uh yeah i just i think he, it was
0: just yes and <laughs> <laughs> Say that shit with your chest. Um,
1: yeah, no, I I just, I think he's going to try it. I don't think it's going to be successful, but man do I think he will uh, put his back into it. So um, I think the girlies are going to get into a new sport this year. Um, oh. After women have become the centerpiece of NFL football this year, um, I think maybe in the off season, um, we're going to find another, you know, I don't think it'll have quite the cachet of of Taylor and Travis, but I think maybe... What could? <laughs> yeah, right. But I think maybe the girls, the girlies will find um, a new sport to to root for. It might be F1. There's already a lot of girls that are in oh, F1. Yeah. There's also a lot of uh, hot dudes involved in F1. So like, as far as, you know, and like, let's just be frank. yes that is part of why the girls are watching sports like it is what it is shut up i'm i'm yeah. not interested no, in any of... like anti-feminist takes on what that means or says or whatever but like yeah girls were trying to understand football and then immediately it was like here are all the hottest coaches etc cetera, etc cetera.
0: <laughs> like my, <mine>. my floor <laughs> um. No, I, I you know, maybe it'll be basketball because we'll be ramping right off of the Super Bowl into like when basketball, personally, I'd like, I, I'd be into that. Uh, but you know, we wrap like kind of as we're coming off the Super Bowl is kind of when basketball gets, starts to I have there a feeling and for
1: some reason and it's going to like a non-traditional sport. But maybe it would be basketball because I also could see the girls getting into betting like really hard. And then all of a sudden, guys just aren't going <laughs> to yeah. know what to do about fantasy football. Um, I think we're going to see something like the Imagine Celeb cover, but for the 2024 election. And it's going to make us all want to crawl into a hole and die. Um, I don't know exactly what it'll be, but it's going to be rough. Um this isn't much of a prediction, but I do think we're going to see a big year for Donald Glover. Um, he's out here right now, kind of for the first time in a while. He's got his new Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Uh, I believe it's a series, not a film, uh, coming out. Um, or maybe it's a movie. I can't remember. I think it's um, a series. I Just popped yeah. up on one of my... Okay, um, I thought it was I a series so. too. Um, but I think he's going to be out here making stuff, doing stuff, um, you know, kind of like Spreading his wings post-Atlanta, um, post the sort of official end of his musical career, and uh, love him. Always excited to see what he does. Um, I think the last two are completely out of pocket. Uh, I think maybe the Beebs is going to get divorced. Uh, mm-hmm. I just... I And not that I'm rooting for that. I'm not. I I'm entirely neutral on the entire situation. But I just... I don't think those two are super long for this world. I don't have much else to say about it. Um, and then this one is just like completely rogue, but I just I I have a a feeling um that we are going to see some sort of uh, scandal, some sort of, you know, big comeuppance, um, with maybe like a like a legendary A-lister kind of celebrity, I kind of have a feeling it's going to be Julia Roberts. Um, There's been a lot of stuff floating around for a long time that people are like, Julia Roberts is actually not that nice of a person. Um, And, you know, I feel like there have been more stories like in the past year of like, where it's not, you know, the kind of stories that we were seeing happen with like Me Too, but just like the kind of things where it was like, hey, like this person made like a really horrible workplace environment, like that kind of thing. And I could see something like that coming out about Julia Roberts. So that one is completely rogue. Um, And uh, just a guess and whatever else I have to say to cover me so I don't get sued. Um, But (laughs) that's that. That's just a that's that's just an out of pocket one.
0: Yeah, and that's it. Then
1: it's December.
0: December, I have a Pete Davidson gets married. Oh my god.
1: Every once in a while, I just forget he exists.
0: I could see that happening. I did have rich people get lost in space. That seems to me. <laughs> Kidding. Um, I said that to Pete last night. That's pretty hard. <laughs> rich people get lost but, uh, in space. Oh my god. I do. Uh, I have I have some. Uh, um, some Taylor and Travis. Kelsey family predictions that I thought mm, maybe I, could okay. add a lot I think both the Kelsey brothers retire from the mm. NFL and go full on media careers. Mm, Probably not mm-hmm. too crazy of to a prediction, but I I think the part of that, I guess it maybe is a hot take is that Travis retires. Mm-hmm. I've always, I've been th- saying this for a while. I think him and his brother are going to retire at the same time. Mm-hmm. I think Taylor and Travis make their red carpet Debut appearance at the Grammys on February fourth. Ooh, he's going to be out of the playoffs because he's going to lose to Lamar Jackson. He <laughs> will win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Another prediction probably won't happen now that I said it.
1: <laughs> I don't know. You've you're very rarely wrong about the Super Bowl, though. I feel like every year you're you're almost always right, aren't you? About both teams, it's a gift.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but she's uh, got a spidey I, I, sense. So, yeah, I think they make their red carpet debut at the Grammys. I don't know if Taylor's ever fully walked a whole red carpet with a significant other. Like, they've been together, like, Ooh, well, yeah, be together like, in so. the room. So, I see that. And I think uh, Taylor finally wins Song of the Year at the Grammys. She's number one in that category, and they're, they're giving her something.
1: What's she was, up for? Anti hero?
0: antihero as a song of the year and that's the songwriters award which she's never won um Mm. she was nominated for all too well last year uh and didn't win so i think they finally give that to her yeah (laughs) i feel like everyone thought she was a pretty much a lock that it would be like here and here you go because maybe we should have you know we talk about you like you're the songwriter of the generation but it's never awarded anything in that category so maybe there you go but i think she'll get it this year because i don't think they're going to give her album of the year um Mm. it would be her fourth win and she would in that category and be the only person to ever win it four times maybe uh and i think we i think she wins that and we get a reputation announcement either i think she's either going to perform something new from reputation at the grammys as a surprise or she just drops it or like announces it in this span, and then she'll kick off her tour. Yeah, like February seventh. It comes back, so it'd be a good lead-in to kicking yeah. that guy off. Because yeah, I think we're gonna get debut TV in the summer, and I think we're gonna get a new t- uh, a new brand new album this year as well. All right, rock and roll. Prediction wise. Mostly it's Taylor Swift, so, because every day is just the craziest thing you've ever seen online.
1: Yeah, truly, and it's like, truly.
0: Oh, I think if Gypsy Rose writes a memoir and maybe wow. starts vlogging, I mean, uh, <laughs> wow. wow, 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 wow,
1: wow, wow, wow. Yeah, what a. I mean, already, what an arc she's had in twenty twenty four. Did you see that clip from the View? Where she was like, yeah. <laughs> I did something bad. <laughs> and one of the ladies was like, don't say that. And she was like, no, murder is wrong. And she's like, oh, that, that's the, yeah, no, that was bad. And I was like,
0: well, murder are is- we,
1: are we forgetting why we have this young lady on the show right now? Like,
0: what? And I saw one of the Bad on Paper podcasts I listened to. Uh, Olivia was like, what is this like? pipeline from like prison to the media like what what does that look like like how has she like immediately left prison and is just like on this kind of like media circuit
1: I think she is going to become an influencer and a couple years down the line she will be one of those people that people are like yeah but like how did she get to be like what is her deal how did she and then like you have to go deep into her Wikipedia page to find out that, like, the reason she's famous is because she had her ex-boyfriend murder her mother who had Munchausen's. Like, I think it's gonna be one of those things that, like, just becomes, like, a little backstory where it's just, like, I mean, and and I'm not saying, like, you know, like, she, she did her time as mandated by the state and whatever, and I'm not saying we have to, like, hold her responsible for that every second, but the idea that like that happened and now you have some sort of cultural cachet and that people <laughs> are like, go, like that Gypsy Rose is gonna be like running ads for companies and that's how she's gonna like pay for her life post prison is like tummy teas or whatever the hell, like, I mean, can you imagine just like the, like, the team at Squarespace being like, <laughs> Okay, so these are the people that we're gonna have do ads for us. Like, it's just, I don't know, it's wild. Like, it feels very, like, postmodern in a very Mm -hmm. strange way, where it's just like, oh, all you have to do to get 2 million Instagram followers is like, endure, you know, 15 years of
0: torture and murder your mother. Like, What? It feels. I, I think we've this a few times. It's like it just feels like we're, yeah, like right at the peak of like really how much more can we all withstand? And like how much more ridiculous mm-hmm. can it all be before it needs to just like come back down? Like I, I don't 100%. know.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, we're, it's like it, we are like it's really it's a clown show out here. Like things are just getting so bizarre they like that is and that happened within like three days of the beginning of the new year and it was like so this is the energy that 2024 has like that's so chaotic oh man i don't know i saw something the other day that like apparently like an emerald year is something that susan miller the astrologer coined um which is like you know like certain signs, depending on, I think, where Venus is in your chart and whatever, like, have, like, a big year for them, like, very, like, successful, whatever. Mm-hmm. And the two for this year um, are Tauruses and Geminis, which that energy. My face you know, that
0: I just made. Sorry if you're yeah. a Taurus or a Gemini, but oh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and we have Tauruses and Geminis, whom oh, we yeah. love. But, like, uh, the energy of that, to me, feels like that matches up exactly with, like, you know, convicted uh manslaughterer becomes Instagram famous. Like it's just like, wow. Like it's, it's just worse than if it
0: was like Scorpio Leo.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because it's like at least you should like I feel like with the Scorpio and a Leo, it's like at least you know what's what's coming. And like the Taurus <laughs> and a Gemini, they're just they're like anyway. Um okay things well
0: Is there anything I think, else That you You, had predicted or needed to talk about?
1: Well, kind of. So we're going to have a full Oscars nomination rundown pod coming out in a couple weeks. Um, The nominations were just dropped yesterday. Um, Our plan is to watch as many of the movies as possible and actually talk about, you know, the films as a whole um, and really get into all of that. Obviously, and I may be writing something about this, um, you know, for the actual, um, print media portion of, um, Niche and Potatoes, but, um, you know, I mean, obviously, like, immediate hot takes, it fucking sucks that, uh, Not only I mean, what people are talking about online is mostly Barbie um, and that Barbie was nominated for Best Picture, that Ryan Gosling was nominated twice and that neither Margot Robbie nor Greta Gerwig were nominated, which is, you know, obviously bullshit because like Barbie doesn't work unless you believe Margot Robbie as Barbie. And Greta Gerwig directed a full soundstage musical. And, you know, like, it's an incredible feat of direction. Um, But also even more so than that, I mean, I think the other thing that really sucks about it is that it's like three of the movies that are nominated for Best Picture this year are films with female directors, which is very rare, Um, you know, that doesn't happen. And only one of them got a Best Director nod. Yeah. Um so when they I went, went down from every... right when it went down to you know when they took the eight film list of best pictures and narrowed it down to five best directors they out of the three people they cut two of them were women when there were only three women on the list in the first place um Celine Song did not get nominated for Past Lives um and Greta Lee did not get nominated for her performance in Past Lives um, and, you know, I have a lot of thoughts about all of that in terms of what that says about how we value not just women's work, but the kind of stories that women choose to tell, um, because obviously Justine Trier was nominated for Anatomy of a Fall, which is not an especially, um, you know, I've, I've heard great things about it, but it is not explicitly a story of like womanhood or you know that feels especially female obviously in the way that like something like barbie does um or you know even something like past lives does in terms of it like being a romance which is tradition traditionally and canonically considered like girl stuff heavy finger quotes um so i have a lot of thoughts about that i mostly i'm just kind of Fucking bummed. Uh, I think that yeah, sucks.
0: I uh, uh I did have on my prediction list was like didn't feel uh funny anymore, but was Barbie win zero Oscars. Um
1: yeah. Nominated for eight Oscars. So to nominate I, a movie for eight Oscars and be like, it was that good, and then not nominate the person who like brought the entire thing to fruition feels fucked. And this is the second I, time this has happened to Greta Gerwig, which is also yes, crazy. And
0: I will say, like, I have my own opinions about like the acting that I thought was in Barbie, which is neither here nor there. Um, I I didn't think that any of the actors in Barbie would be nominated in the best acting categories, but I did think that Greta Gerwig, to me the biggest snub and the biggest disappointment of Barbie is Greta Gerwig not being nominated as a director. Um,
1: Absolutely. I just don't I, see how you can nominate Ryan Gosling and not nominate Margot Robbie. Yes, because that's it's like thing. he's it's not like, doing in... anything more than she no. is. And if your take no. is like, oh, it's so crazy that he made it believable, it's like, so explain to me why it is that you it's so much more believable for you for like a woman to exist as a being without humanity. Like, you know what I mean? Like I just
0: yeah. I mm. Yeah, I was surprised to see any of the actors nominated for Barbie to begin with, and it yeah felt worse that it was Ken <laughs> that it was Ryan Gosling who did get it. And I, I love and Ryan I, Gosling,
1: I, and I thought he did a great yeah. job. But like, I think both
0: him, both him and Margot did fan, had fantastic, believable performances in something that was like outlandish. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was surprised to see either one nominated, and I was really surprised to see Greta not nominated. For the past lives, yeah. I thought, um, I thought she would be in there for sure.
1: Yeah, and I love her. We also, I was at my parents' house, snowed in last weekend. We ended up watching a CBS Sunday Morning special, and my mom had never seen her. Obviously, we know her primarily as uh, Su Jin from Girls. Um, It's an iconic turn of hers. Um, She's also in uh, Natasha Leone's Russian Doll um but she's always like she's just always been a scene stealer like if she's in a scene it doesn't matter who else is there you're just like your eyes are on her she's great and so I'm like I'm super stoked for her and we watched it my mom was just like I love her I want to see this movie because I love her she's just so cute and funny like she seems adorable like so my mom's like all jazzed to see past lives (laughs) now which I think is cute um so we'll get into all of that yeah. more uh, when we talk about the Oscars thing. But I just kind of wanted to acknowledge that. Um, yeah, fuck that. Uh, also, did, have you seen Saltburn? Because we won't be talking about this yet. on the Oscars.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah. But I figured I—I thought Saltburn Salt might get a nom for something, so I was gonna uh, add it to my to my list for that. Yeah. I do want to watch it.
1: Um, Can I give like a thirty second take on Saltburn?
0: Without yeah, I mean, I do know about the bathtub scene? I mean, I don't, okay, yeah. good.
1: <laughs> so there's the bathtub scene. Do you know about the the other like the
0: gra- yeah, yeah, the
1: grave scene? Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing: my sister and I went to see Saltburn on a Monday night, and people have been talking about this movie, and they're like making you know making TikToks, whatever. Like you know me before seeing Saltburn, me after seeing Saltburn, like staring into the abyss. Like they have just never seen anything so crazy in their entire lives, and whatever. And we saw it. And we enjoyed it. And like the cinematography in this film is beautiful. The dialogue's great. It's actually really funny. Like the acting, the performances are really good. Like, and it does, it feels like it fits in sort of the like Emerald Fennel oeuvre, you know, with like that and promising young woman Mm -hmm. and killing Eve. Like it all kind of makes Mm -hmm. sense as a body of work. Um, I really enjoyed it, but Abby and I both looked at each other at the end and we were like, what is everybody talking about? Like, Being so scandalized by it, where it was like, and I get it, like the two scenes in particular are, are, you know, they're, they're intense. Um, The graveside one, though, is like, pretty explicitly functions as a metaphor. Like, it seems very obvious what they were trying to go for. And I get that watching it is like jarring. But it just, people were so, like, that wasn't even the one that people were talking about, you know? People were honestly. talking mostly about the bathtub scene. And Abby and I were talking about it and it was just like, I mean, honestly, like, at risk of sounding however this is gonna make me sound, grow up. Like, I'm sorry. You, t- you tell me with a straight face that you would not also drink Jacob Lorty's bathwater. I don't <laughs> believe you. Like, I well, just, I, like, it. it just... I, I watched it and I was like, this is what people are like. And I'm not saying that it was like a bad choice for the film or anything like that. Like in the film, I thought it functioned really well. But the fact that people were so taken aback by it, I was just like, oh my God, everybody needs to toughen up a little bit. Like just, yeah, well. he, he drank his dirty bathwater. He's obsessed with him. Like, come on. Has nobody seen like... Um, uh fatal attraction or like like y'all need to really get into some like 90s erotic thrillers and get your heads on straight because people could be making soup out of bunnies like it could be so much worse and everybody just needs to like get a little bit of backbone and and chill out
0: like like oh my god like who would do that and it's like maybe no one but it's a movie right and it's exaggerated well and it's it's a movie (laughs) about obsession Like it's about obsession.
1: And like, I also, I think that obsessed is one of those words that's like lost a lot of, um, it's, it's power the way that we use it. Cause people are like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with that. And I have caught myself doing it recently after years of trying to like not have that as a word in my vernacular, because the word obsessed is supposed to be like, like you don't want to be obsessed with things. Obsession is meant to be all consuming. It is meant to yeah. be like ruining your life to a degree. Like it is meant it's to be- drinking
0: Jacob Elordi's bathwater.
1: It's drinking Jacob Elordi's bathwater. Like it is like, but I also like, I thought it was funny. Abby and I were saying like, that's a hilarious way. Like we should be using that as an expression. Like when you see somebody and you're like, oh my God, he's so hot. Like to be (laughs) just like, "Mm, I drink his bath water. Like that's so funny. Like, it's just I don't know. Like, but yeah, like obsession is not, it's not, it's inherently unhealthy. That's the point of it. It's not supposed to be like, wow, this is a normal thing to do. And so everybody was just like, oh, my God, he drank his bath. And I was just like, I I mean, honestly, guys, like just everybody needs to just like stiff up or lip it just a little bit. Like, it's just. uh, And also. It's just a movie. (laughs) Yeah. Like. I don't know. Like, and I'm not saying that people were like, you know, people weren't having this reaction to it where they were like, oh my God, cancel this movie or anything like that. But it was just like the degree to which people were scandalized by it. I was like, oh man, you guys are making yourselves like really easy marks. Like it's good. When it's that easy to shock you, like, I'm like. And you, it's just one of those things where you're like, Have you never seen a David Lynch movie? Like, have you never seen, like, and maybe this is like film snobby of me, but like, there is so, and not even like deep in the trenches of like, I'm not talking like cannibal holocaust or like really like, you know, like horror movie crazy shit. I'm just talking about like regular, standard issue, maybe kind of indie, like, whatever, like movies that are sort of in. Like the, the consciousness of American cinema, there is so much weirder, grosser, crazier stuff out there than Barry Keegan doing a little of Jacob Elordi's bathwater. Like, whatever, guys, it's, it's just, if that blows your mind, like, man, do I have some content for you?
0: Yeah, you probably don't. Also, I'm sorry,
1: I don't believe you. I think you would like the way that people <laughs> talk about that, man. I just, I don't believe you. If Jacob Elordi was like, Oh, I love, you know, I can't do an Australian accent, but you know, whatever. Yeah. Like if he asked a conservative 78% of like 21 to 34 year old women on the internet, if they would drink a cup of his bathwater, I think he would get a resounding. Yes. They'd be like, yeah. sure sure
0: he's he'd a, take it out
1: of his little purse that he's always got with him and they'd be like <laughs> and that's fine and that's fine
0: he's hot he's so he's so Jeremy hot. White. I feel like they're having, their the the their response to those two on the internet is
1: oh, it's crazy. so funny it's so
0: funny it's like, and like, yeah, I saw someone like asking the cast of uh, the bear about like his Calvin Klein ad, and I was like, what do you want them to say about that? Like, that's just a person they know, right?
1: Like, they're like, yeah, look at that, it's my buddy in his undies. <laughs> like, 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 what the fuck? Like, I yep,
0: just,
1: uh... yep, you bet. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, I mean. Uh, that so that's my that's my take on Saltburn. It's just like everybody you know like it was good i i enjoyed it i thought it was good i but i also i you know when we were talking about that reuben oslin movie earlier where people were like so taken aback by like yeah. the scene on the boat where everybody gets and like it was gross but i was just like oh yeah like this is gross but like i kept expecting it to get worse and then it didn't and i was just like Like Abby and I were looking at each other after this movie and we were being like, Is everybody else like in need of toughening up? Or are we desensitized? (laughs) Like, is this does this say something about everyone? (laughs) And I having said everything I just said, I am open to that take that like maybe this is a me problem. But like I just saw it and I was just like, yeah, like,
0: you know, and it might just be like the amount of like Horror movies and books and like content I consume that I'm yeah, just a little like true
1: crime and all that yeah yeah like...
0: so you know I very well <laughs> it could be me <laughs> it could
1: be us yeah I don't know maybe maybe that's it See, but but I got anyway, a lot of movies like... to watch
0: I should probably today maybe watch on.
1: Yeah, we got we got a lot of a lot of work to do. There, there's so many best picture nominees. Now it's too many. There's too many movies to watch. Um anyway, mm-hmm. Grandpa Corner. Um okay, well Well, we now know everything that's going to happen in 2024. No surprises.
0: No surprises. <laughs> uh sorry if we hurt your feelings. We didn't mean it. Mm, I meant. ins and out. It's just our opinion.
1: Yeah. No, I meant it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, no, I mean, (laughs) yeah, we're just we're, you know, whatever. Uh, And also, yeah, like, you know, take it with a grain of salt, because obviously we we both subconsciously veered towards supporting our own individual choices. Yeah. Um, So that's what these lists are about. (laughs) Yeah, and at the end of the day, like, do whatever the hell you want because because yeah. that's what's in for twenty twenty four. Um, is that it? Is that all we got? I
0: I think that's it. We'll be back, like we said, to talk about best picture stuff. We'll yep. probably be full snob, so buckle up. Yep, yep. Get um, out your
1: monocles, and your pipes, yeah. your ascots, etc. Um. I got one kind of snob uniform in my brain. I guess it's if it's a cinema snob, it's like, what, berets?
0: Jacob Alordi.
1: Snapping <laughs> claps. Yeah, your, you your I, heart, I heart Jacob Alordi t-shirt. Um, yeah, we'll be back to talk about that. Looking forward to it. Um, if there are any specific takes you want to hear about uh, when we get down to the nitty gritty on the Oscars, hit us. Yeah. We'd be happy to you know really get into it so i'm sure we will just be screaming for an hour and a half so i can't wait um happy to be back happy to be back here yeah. with you with us with this so so happy new year three weeks happy later, new we year <laughs> we love you all right um Bye-bye. oh wait how do we sign off
0: i don't think we have a sign i think we do this every time oh don't eat your friends oh don't eat your friends oh yeah <laughs>
1: just drink their bath water Water. (laughs) bye bye